Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. Hi everyone, I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. Jenny, it's Thanksgiving. Can you believe it? We call it Thanksgiving. <laughs> I so used to true. think it was a saint. Who's Saint Giving? <laughs> Did you think it was spelled S A N Giving? San Giving? I've spelled it so many different ways in my mind growing up. That's one of them. Then there's San Giving. So I know that right now there's a lot of conversations about why Thanksgiving is controversial for obvious reasons. You know, we would dress up as pilgrims and quote unquote Indians and pretend that, you know, they really did have a wonderful, peaceful feast when there was an actual genocide. But Thanksgiving was controversial since its inception, but not for the reasons it's controversial now. And Thanksgiving has been around forever, you know, since the 1600s with the Plymouth Rock or whatever. But it wasn't an actual holiday until Abe Lincoln signed it in as like a national holiday. So because of that, the South of the United States saw Thanksgiving as like a culture war, like a straight up war on Southern values, you know, and they're like, these Northern abolitionists are trying to have us all give thanks on the same day. Um, and then in the 1700s, as people were moving west in the states, and by the way, taking land from the natives, they took the these traditions with them. But it wasn't really until the Civil War that we had one clear day that Thanksgiving is on. Because before, George Washington was like, oh, you know, it, it was kind of like make your own Thanksgiving. You could pick whatever Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever you wanted. But it was a day that you're supposed to like give thanks with your family. But it wasn't until the Civil War that it was like, this is the day we all come together as a quote unquote country and give thanks. But what I think is really interesting about Thanksgiving, regardless of its origin and its history, is that it is a holiday that very clearly shows the separation between church and state in the States while simultaneously having religious undertones. Like, Thanksgiving is about giving thanks, which is sort of weirdly tied for some reason to Christianity. Like Thomas Jefferson had like a huge thing against Thanksgiving because he didn't want it to be like non-religious, but then also religious, like giving thanks he thought was just a Christian thing. But it is a secular holiday. Thanksgiving is secular. No real religion officially attached, which I think is what makes it easy for immigrants to sort of mesh into Thanksgiving traditions. You know... I learned this not long ago, but I also should not be surprised that the pagans have a lot to do 
with a lot of our Thanksgiving traditions. Can I just say that, like, I just don't understand how that happens. It's like every time there's a holiday, somehow it's like, by the way, this was straight up plagiarized from paganism and then like repackaged (laughs) into something else. You know... I really, I really think this is freaking true because the same is said for Christmas and Easter. So, of course, Thanksgiving. I think the reason why I was so shocked about paganism and its ties to Thanksgiving is because it has been drilled in me since I was a kid that Thanksgiving was about the pilgrims and the natives and da-da-da. So this is freaking cool, though. So this all ties to the autumn harvest, which was way before the 1600s, right? Where everyone thinks Thanksgiving originated. So there was like a number of ancient pagan harvest celebrations. There was one in ancient Rome. It was called the holiday of Serelia, which honored the harvest goddess of grain called Ceres. So that's just one of the hundreds of examples of different harvests meant for different gods and goddesses from Greek and Roman culture and traditions, which is fascinating. And then in Britain, there was some traditions revolving around something called Harvest Home. And it didn't have a specific date. It happened pretty much around the time where the autumn crops were being harvested. So Mm -hmm. that's why the date would like jump around. But it all came down to just having food and a feast and the harvest. Are some of the foods that we have in Thanksgiving, Uh you know, it's like turkey and grains. I mean, the mac and cheese probably came later. Let's be real. The craft mac and cheese wasn't in like 16. Absolutely. That's some American bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're you're right, because. When I was researching about the 1600s, there's no actual proof that what they ate was turkey, you know, what the pilgrims feasted upon. It was more than likely deer or something like that. So where the turkey comes from is because many Native American tribes view turkey as a symbol of fertility and abundance. Oh. It's considered a totem animal, and it has to do with, like, our relationship to the land and its bounty and nourishment and so, and turkey feathers are also used in ritual wear mm. for, for the natives. And so it's considered a sacred animal, but to me, the coolest one is actually the cornucopia. Oh my God. I thought cornucopia was literally like a, a video game we played in the past. Like it doesn't, <laughs> what is a cornucopia? It's called the horn of plenty. It's a cool woven basket in the shape of a horn that's usually filled with like fruits and vegetables and all the yummies. The cornucopia is mainly tied to ancient Greece and Rome where the story is that they pulled a horn off of a goat and offered it to Zeus. And it was a magical horn. I know exactly what basket you're talking about now because when I go to Bed Bath & Beyond and see the, all the Thanksgiving themed like towels, yeah. there's always like a little turkey in one and then you have that yeah. you know, horn filled with fruit, just abundance of fruit. And I, <laughs> I didn't realize these this things, is right? Nuts. If you're in Bed it's Bath & Beyond, nuts. you're not gonna be thinking about the, you know, the, the Greek- The origins. Origin of this freaking weird basket. But um, that's remarkable. I guess that like Thanksgiving, much like many holidays we've talked about, has many different iterations in what people Mm -hmm. say it stemmed out of. And I feel like regardless of what we were taught in school, which was this ridiculous, uh, pristine, uh, sanitized version of American history, which by the way, I always say America has the best marketing team. They know how to market themselves as like a wonderful place that nothing ever (laughs) bad happened. Um, But... 
I think regardless, I feel like taking what some of these origins are, I feel like Thanksgiving should evolve into being what we need it to be today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, for the sake of our sanity, yes. For the sake of our sanity. And I always felt that immigrant families always took Thanksgiving and made it their own. Because although there's mm-hmm. these hypothetical Thanksgiving traditions like having a turkey and have most of it is basically just food and then just saying thanks. So I don't know what other traditions there are. Sports. Oh, sports. Which is also tied to Celtic Paven Harvest Festivals. Oh, sport. Like what? Like football? Well, football specifically wasn't <laughs> around during the pagan harvest festivals, but they did have like competitions like wrestling and archery and chariot racing. So th- it's really hilarious because you one wouldn't think that like American sports today that people watch around Thanksgiving time is actually also tied to these pagan harvest festivals. It all relates at the end of the day to harvesting and and. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, we talked about it in Halloween. So many of our holidays either revolve around, like, independence and, like, battles and stuff. But then also harvests. You know what I mean? Because that was what life was. Is like, will we have food? I don't know. Maybe we should pray for it. <laughs> That's all it was. Survival. It was all survival. Yeah. When we arrived to the States, I remember my mom being very excited to partake in thanksgiving Hmm. first of all i think thanksgiving is the most latino holiday (laughs) that americans have because it's just what is it jenny it's literally like you all the family is forced to eat together and hang out for several days and just drink and eat (laughs) like there's nothing more latino than than thanksgiving like fourth of july oh you're telling me i got a barbecue and look at some fireworks no dude i just want to hang out in my house with my family (laughs) force them to hang out and just eat and drink that's literally what like christmas is in latino america so yeah it's true thanksgiving felt like such a seamless american tradition for us to start practicing you know but I remember for many years, I I saw like Thanksgiving and how we celebrate it slowly become more and more like quote unquote traditional. So like before my mom would make a lechon, she'd make a a meat that was more uh, Venezuelan. She'd make callacas, which is a Venezuelan uh, Christmas dish and, you know, pepper in some some American traditional foods. But now, you know, we're all American citizens. We've all become American citizens. And part of this sort of ritual, I think, for my family, which, which you know, again, negates the, the complications that people are discovering and talking about now and its history and its, and its foundation. But, you know, it, she, she loves just cooking a huge turkey and doing the cranberry sauce and the stuffing and the gravy. Like it is a, a moment of making food part of identity and incorporating it into our lives and sort of saying Thank you, but also being like, oh, we belong here now. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. 
Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. You know, that's absolutely true. I think that is how I perceived Thanksgiving, other than the garbage that I was fed in in school. Um, <laughs> for me, Thanksgiving was more about what my family did. And so, mm -hmm. like you, it evolved in different ways. I remember when my, my father's parents were still alive, we always did Thanksgiving with them and then Noche Buena with my maternal grandparents. Because my maternal grandparents, who are the ones that pretty much helped raise my sister and I, they did not celebrate Thanksgiving. They were like ultra Cuban. Like, they're like, nah. <laughs> Um, they're like, I'll pass. I'll just fucking drink some wine, red wine, and like chicharrones. I don't even know what they did because we never <laughs> celebrated it with them. But I don't remember now what we ate. I think it was Cuban food at my dad's parents' house. When they both passed, we kind of hit this weird place where we celebrated multiple Thanksgivings at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Wow, talk about peak American. You went to fast food to celebrate, to mira, celebrate Thanksgiving. Mira, my mom is like super Americanizada. Like my mom's meatloaf is better than her arroz con pollo. I'm sorry, mom. I love you. <laughs> my mom was just always better at like American cuisine. And like she loves all that stuff. And, and obviously it was like it was cheap. It was less work because you didn't have to cook. So I, I forgot how many times we ate at Cracker Barrel, but it was a deal. Let me tell you, for like 10 bucks, you got the turkey, the gravy, the cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, corn, casseroles, and an option to get a pecan or pumpkin pie. And you got to play checkers outside on a rocking chair. Doesn't get any better. Speaking of Cracker Barrel, we're happy to announce that Cracker Barrel is one of our sponsors. We love their food and their... That's a joke. Cracker Barrel did not sponsor this episode. We are not getting no. paid for Jenny's love of Cracker Barrel. That is 100% real. She just loves this freaking place. Can you imagine Cracker Barrel sponsoring a Latina podcast? I've never... Even, I, don't, I don't think I've seen a Cracker Barrel. You've never eaten at a Cracker Barrel? Honestly, I thought Cracker Barrel was a like a saying like when americans would be like yeah i ate at cracker barrel i thought that meant like i i went to like i went to narnia like i, I thought that cracker barrel was just like a filler <laughs> term for any place because it just felt so fake to me and then my very american friend chris was like oh cracker barrel i love cracker barrel and i'm like wait this whole time they just have they have a cute little country store you can buy licorice and gingerbread snaps and ornaments and cookie jars and it's real nice you know there's such a there's this very american side of you and you're so cuban american right but your american side sometimes comes out and i'm like what you know the, you know the inner workings and like the hierarchy of fast food you find in a highway in the south like how did this happen <laughs> Is Cracker Barrel like really traditional American food? It's like uber American restaurant. But what's so funny about Cracker Barrel in Miami is that every time we'd go, it was packed 
with guanals. Can you imagine a Cracker Barrel where like the employees are usually like these old white ladies that have been there since like before the Cubans infiltrated <laughs> Florida? And they're like, oh God, here come the Cubans. <laughs> and and then it's just like, oye, acá, people, acá. That's all you would hear at this ultra American country restaurant is these loud ass Cubans. It was fucking hilarious. I feel like Cracker Barrel is to Latinos what Taco Bell is to like straight up gringo gringos. They're like, oh, I want to I want to taste a taco. Oh, my God. This feels authentic Mexican or something. And then Cracker Barrel is just equivalent like esto es América esto no son los Estados Unidos it's like a a, a fake cultural experience <laughs> which I think like Thanksgiving is almost that to a lot of we can say from experience Latinos it's like oh this is this is a this is an American experience I can cosplay into um, I can feel that I I'm in it. I want to experience this hypothetical American holiday <laughs> the same way that you experience Cracker Barrel. No, absolutely. And it's funny because our producer, Kevin, who's Venezuelan, he's he, he's told me he's like, sometimes I have to ask my family if they're celebrating because sometimes they just don't. And no one even talks about it. There's no like discussion. It's just like, nah, I don't feel like LARPing today. As a... <laughs> I don't want to LARP my American identity today. It, it's funny because I remember as a kid when I was in school, the big trip I would go to see my family in was in, in Christmas and Thanksgiving was kind of like not a big deal for a long time. And then I realized that most of my friends really traveled and, and saw their family on Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's sort of had a way less significant implication in, in their life than like Thanksgiving did, which is so different in, than Latin America, where Latin America is just... December is just doesn't exist like no one works it's just like four <laughs> weeks of straight up vacation time um it's people go to church people some people don't go to church it's just like this whole festival of party and I I was surprised here when I started working you know that I would get just like the 25th of December and then the 1st of January off and then I would have to work or take time off like it wasn't implied <laughs> that you get time off in December and then in, in Thanksgiving, it was like, you know what? Take the whole week. Everybody go see your families. And it's like, why now? Like, really? <laughs> and then it, it took me some time to sort of realize that this holiday is like, has sort of become a holiday where most Americans, and we researched this, most Americans travel on Thanksgiving. They travel more on Thanksgiving to see family than they do in December. So it's become like, a time to reunite family. Mm -hmm. And what I like about Thanksgiving, which is different than so many other holidays, is is that it's private in the way that you quote unquote celebrate it. Mm. Like Halloween, you trick or treat. Then December, there's lights, there's this, there's like the countdown for New Year's. There's, you know, and then Thanksgiving is sort of petit comité. Like maybe you have a scarecrow outside. I don't fucking know how you decorate your house with, with Thanksgiving stuff. But it's something that you can dictate and choose what to do in your house. You know, it is yeah. It is like, it's something private. And that's why I think in my my house, we, we celebrated th Thanksgiving pretty much every year, but in different ways because it, it didn't matter. Like 4th of July, you're expected to do these things. And Thanksgiving, yeah, maybe you're expected to do a turkey, but no one's going to know if you cooked a turkey or not. You know what I mean? I'm having a mushroom loaf. Yeah. I'm vegan. 
<laughs> actually, actually, I adopted five turkeys. Wait. <laughs> I need I need some more context here because uh, right now I'm imagining five turkeys in your backyard and you just no, like <laughs> absolutely I have I have a small balcony there's no way <laughs> so you know I hate to burst anyone's bubble if you don't know by now I've been vegan now for like four years for my health but also I'm a big animal lover and so to clear my conscience because we still have turkey. My parents are actually flying in next week. And it's the first Thanksgiving that I'm hosting in our new house, in our first home. And I want to make it super special. And my sister and her husband are coming. So everyone else eats meat except me. So there's still going to be a turkey. Anyway, there's this place called The Gentle Barn. And one of the barns is out here in uh, SoCal. And you can basically adopt like a whole flock of turkeys or an individual turkey. One of the turkeys is named Luke Skywalker. So how could I not, Joanna? How this could I not? This is the most California story I've ever heard that you just went and adopted a bunch of turkeys and one of them has the name of, of a, a character in the Star Wars franchise. Like this, this reeks of Los Angeles culture. <laughs> just absolutely reeks of it. I am so proud of it. <laughs> I'm proud of you. They gave me a certificate. They gave me a certificate. And I can see what they all look like. Luke Skywalker truly looks like a Hollywood star. Oh my God. He's the hottest turkey around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But anyway, yeah, I I, I have a mushroom loaf. That's what I'm eating for, for my meat replacement. It's this really delicious. Shut the fuck up if you think it's not good. Not you, Joanna, the audience. There's people who think vegans only eat grass. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's what I'm having. This year is the first year in I don't know how long. I do not remember um, that I'm not going to be with my parents in in the States and like having a a Thanksgiving dinner. I'm actually finally going to go see my husband's family in Mexico. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm I'm curious because like we do have like a, a feast planned. But, Ooh. you know, to s- celebrate it, my, my nephew and niece go to the American school. And like like me in Venezuela, I would get Thanksgiving off. And my school was the only school that where we would get Thanksgiving off. So, of course, we weren't going to celebrate Thanksgiving in Venezuela. It literally made no sense. <laughs> but since I've been in the States, I've always celebrated Thanksgiving here and celebrated it within, you know, whatever my family thinks is traditional. So, like, platanos and turkey. Um, but hmm. now I think it's the first time we're going to have a feast to celebrate Thanksgiving and to give thanks that we're together, but it's going to be like tacos or, or something like that. It's going to be um, <laughs> not at all a traditional Thanksgiving <laughs> celebration. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego.
I appreciate the fact that people find the way that we were taught this holiday in school problematic. And I very much empathize with it because as me and my family have become more inculcated into American culture and American history, the way that we perceive Thanksgiving has also changed. And the way that we perceived a lot of things in America has also changed. Like we arrived here and Thanksgiving, along with many other things, my family had a very glossed over and and superficial understanding of it right and you don't really understand Mm. a country's issues problems history fully until you live there you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. so among many other things that we talk about in thanksgiving which is like you know race in america the history of the united states native americans we had a very glossed over understanding of all these issues and as the years have moved forward we've understood this country more and we've understood the complications of its history. And I'm really appreciative of the fact that many times during Thanksgiving, we have these discussions. We mm-hmm. have complicated conversations. Last year, we we talked about Black Lives Matter and about how there were certain people in our in our circles that didn't understand the the, you know, the history of racism in this country and the history of of genocide in this country, right? And the version that I was fed in second grade when I was here with the pilgrims and the Indians and them eating perfectly and peacefully, yeah, that that's not what happened. Like, that's not the history of this country. And I'm grateful that as we've continued to hone in what Thanksgiving means personally to my family, we've also opened up our eyes to what this country really is. And that doesn't make mm-hmm. us any more patriotic. I think it makes us more patriotic and more American. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. It, it's, it's imp- it doesn't make you any less patriotic simply because you want better for your country. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. kind of like, think about yourself as a person. If you look within yourself and say, you know what? I need some help. I need to go to therapy. I need uh, to, to, you know, go to a support group. Does that mean you're any less, like, that means you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you want to improve upon yourself. Same thing with your country. Doesn't mean I love my country any less. It's because I want to help improve upon it. And I know it can be better. So that really upset me in recent years when people are like, if you don't like it, get out. I'm like, "Mm, well, that logic really doesn't apply very well (laughs) to a lot of things. Um, You know what I mean? Especially when applying it to yourself and your own growth. So, you know, does that mean if I don't like my spouse... If I don't like myself, if there's things that I don't like about it, I'm supposed to just end it <laughs> like exactly. in a very brutal way. It, it just doesn't make any sense. And I think it's important to también think about and, and support Native people, especially, you know, well, always, forever and always. But when it comes to this time, I think it's good to, to really educate yourselves on what really happened and you know, take the time to support Native American artists and musicians and, and, and films and just really, and then there's organizations, right? Like there's like the Native Wellness Institute and then there's also the um, First Nations COVID-19 Emergency Response Fund, which supports Native American people in the U.S. And, you know, stuff like that. I think education is obviously number one. It doesn't cost you anything. Um <laughs> in a day like today where information is at our fingertips and you know just really just listen to 
Native and Indigenous people, while at the same time being able to appreciate the harvest, right? Which is what a lot of this comes down to is just the way it's been adapted is just being thankful, being with your friends and your family and being present in the moment. And and again, it's a, a gratitude about what you have in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like <laughs> holidays evolve with people and time, right? Mm-hmm. And Halloween started out as a scary ritual because people thought that ghouls were going to come and ruin their crops and they wore scary costumes to scare these ghosts away. Halloween isn't that anymore, right? Thanksgiving was fed to us as this idyllic, scene between pilgrims and natives that very much glossed over a very violent and history of the inception of the United States because the United States wants as as many countries in in the world wants to paint their birth as something beautiful but birth is awful have you been to a birth birth is terrible it's bloody it's it's gross okay <laughs> countries births aren't any better and i think thanksgiving you know, people are saying, let's abolish Thanksgiving. I don't think we need to abolish Thanksgiving. Why don't we have it evolve along with us and how we educate ourselves and how we better understand our country? Let's give thanks to us being together. And you know what? Let's have complicated conversations at the dinner table. I mean, you know how many of my American friends go into horrible discussions with their family members on Thanksgiving? <laughs> but I think it's like Thanksgiving, much like many things, is a, is more complicated than what it seems. It's like, you know, Jenny, we've talked about how Thanksgiving is problematic, how we love Thanksgiving, how Thanksgiving <laughs> should evolve, how things, how we celebrated Thanksgiving, how Thanksgiving is not what it used to be, how Thanksgiving has, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, these are, these are interesting conversations. Like I think that they're important to have. And also, you know, sue me. I like to have turkey with my family <laughs> and have days off from my work. So please let's find a way <laughs> to be more honest about its history, talk about it, have it evolve along with us. Yes. What are you grateful for, Joanna? Oh, what am I grateful (laughs) for? Um, I'm so grateful for, honestly, so many things. I think in the past years, like I was supposed to say year of pandemic, but it's been two. Um, (laughs) I've really valued my friendships and obviously my family and my health. And, you know, my mom has been dealing with some health problems and she's feeling better. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to still spend time with my family and spend spend time with my mom. Mm -hmm. So it, it all comes down to like people, you know, I think I'm grateful for people. And I'm grateful for this filter on Zoom that makes me look way better than in real life because every time I look in the mirror now, I'm very confused. I see myself more in Zoom than I do in the mirror. And I'm very grateful people see me in a very polished way in these past two years of pandemic. Having no pores. Literally zero pores. I'm a Barbie. Okay. What a nice time. Same. I'm like, oh, look how smooth my skin is. Um, horrendous. I'm, I mean, same big old ditto. I'm also very much grateful for having such wonderful people in my life and being able to hone in my instincts and my gut mm-hmm. when it's come to the not so great people. <laughs> so, uh, it's a process. You think you, you figure it all out in your twenties, but that's not true. I think even far 
deep into adulthood. Can I just say, you you said that, and in my head I was like, oh my God, she's so right. I think that uh, the past two years have been the first two years that I'm 100% sure about who I am and what I need and what people I need in my life. And mm-hmm. I'm thankful that I've had the ability and, and the support system to, as you said, hone in on, on those positive influences in my life and ignore the negatives. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people can relate to that because the these past two years, basically, during the pandemic, a lot of people have done a lot of soul searching and looking within and learning who's truly in their corner and who's not. And I think also just grateful for learning more about myself and what I need, just our overall needs that it's not all about work, work, work till you die kind of thing, which is something that this country also... <laughs> Mm-hmm. pushes it's just finding a good work-life balance and just really trying to be in the moment because I think that's what a lot of people have had to deal with is is just eye-opening experience with this pandemic and yeah. that life truly is short I know we've been saying that forever and it's like a cheesy quote that's like on every target art piece <laughs> that life is short but it is and so just really think on that. And, and that includes how you spend your time and how and who you spend it with. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I am also thankful for this podcast and for you, Jenny, and Kevin, our producer, who is listening and never speaks in the episodes, but he's the first listener to everything we make and of the community we've been able to build here. I felt very accompanied during the past year. And I hope we can continue to foster this wonderful family. (laughs) Likewise. (laughs) This song. The song is good, right? This wonderful family. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego.